You're listening to Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more information about Call to Learn, visit calledtolearn.com. That's calledtolearn.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome to the Gospel Theory, where we find the truth of Jesus Christ in all the rumors, the myths, and the bad definitions. And we love doing that. Yeah, we do. This is fun. It's really fun to just (laughs) find Jesus Christ everywhere. So today we're going to be talking about commandments. And in episode seven, we talked about how doctrines, principles, and applications and the differences. And we gave some examples of what doctrines are and what the commandments were, if they were doctrines, principles. But today we want to know if commandments are doctrines. Are they doctrine? Specifically the Ten Commandments, right? Yeah. But also including all the other commandments that we get from the prophet, um, all the commandments that we're giving in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, continual ones that we get every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So what are some examples? Well, some examples are, um, and these these are commandments, right? They're not just people saying that they're commandments. Mm. Okay, so I don't know. That's what I don't know. I don't know. Let's talk about it. Because in my head, my commandment is uh, is just a... it's like a decree, like the stay-at-home order. It's not a law, right? It's a it's a decree, okay? Right? Or it's like these. This is what you should do. Every able-bodied young man, worthy young man, should serve a mission, right? Great, good example. That was a, that was a commandment. Thou shalt not. Well, it wasn't thou shalt not, but it was. Don't have tattoos, or don't have more than one ear earring, or don't watch pornography or are all those commandments or not (laughs) good question so are they but we have to define what a commandment is first don't we yeah that's exactly what we need to do because i can't i don't know the difference between a commandment or a doctrine okay so let's define it so we get the word commandment from moses going up and getting the ten commandments correct is that the first time we hear Mm -hmm. oh okay okay and what was Moses doing at the time oh, he received the Ten Commandments? He was trying to bring about a new law for the Jews, right? To follow? Well, it wasn't just the Jews, first of all. Jews didn't come until later. Right. Jews is just one tribe of those, okay? Yeah. It was all of Israel, right? All of Abraham's, well, specifically Jacob's children. Yeah. All of Jacob's children were in Egypt, millions of them and they were getting out of Egypt and he was having a hard time wait how do you how do we can how do we have a community yeah how do we unite how do we organize Maybe how do we do like rights that? or a, <laughs> I can imagine like Moses is sitting in his tent and he has this endless line of people with problems right yeah <laughs> he's the leader he's the only one right and i'm sure he's like heavenly father i can't do this all day long this is ridiculous so he says well then organize the men into 510 and 50 and things like that okay. and he's like oh thank you that relieves the pressure off me a lot right that's kind of how we do our church isn't it mm-hmm. it's yeah, exactly lot, how we organize it today yeah. yep it's exactly so then he i'm sure he had the issue of okay what laws do i give them what should I tell them? How can yeah, we, we don't have, want to go back? Yeah. How <laughs> can we have yeah. a really good community without 
stealing and taking what Egypt did wrong, right? Yeah, we don't tyranny. want to, yeah, we don't <laughs> want, to that. we don't want what Egypt taught us. Yeah. We want something new. So yeah, he went up there, he got the whole Melchizedek priesthood, he brought it down and received the fullness of the gospel, right? But they weren't ready for that. They had built an idol. He throws them down. He goes back up and gets the 10 commandments, right? And the 10 commandments are basically guidelines to a happy community. That's it? That's it. Guidelines to a happy community. Yeah. Well, when you say it like that, it kind of seems a little... I mean, I guess they're important, but... They're, it's a happy community, right? That everybody's living peacefully among themselves. And that's what was desperately needed at that time. Yeah, it was. Right? So he got the commandments that were going to give that community peace. So why do we make it such a staple in the church if that's all it is? Well, then we get new commandments from different communities, okay. right? Like the Book of Mormon gives us a whole bunch more commandments. And our prophet today gives us a lot more so commandments. So then that would mean they were applications. Yeah, they're applications for a happy community. Now, the commandments, which we will not go into right now, the commandments themselves, the Ten Commandments, are broken up into five from heaven and five applications. Okay, okay. so they, that is a specific way that those Ten Commandments are broken up. And we can do another podcast on that later. But the, but the, the point is, these commandments that we were asked to abide by and we uh, said we would uphold mm. when we were baptized are guidelines for our future happiness. So they're not necessarily the covenants we make. They're not the covenants. Not the covenants. Mm -mm. They're not the doctrine we promised to hold, uphold, though the first ten of the Ten Commandments are. Okay. They're, okay. They are the, that. Okay. The other, other five are just the applications of what to do to uphold those five. Interesting. And, yeah. So let, let, I really am curious about this mission thing. You say that, you know, the commandment is every worthy male a missionary or well, a lot mission. of people call that a commandment. Yeah. Do they not? Mm -hmm, they do. Big time. So I recall you having that question when you were in seminary. Do you remember the story? Mm, no. I don't remember. You came home from seminary one day and I had just learned about gospels. Um, doctrines, principles, and applications. I had just finished teaching you this, and it was really powerful that I had just like, whoa, that's so big of a ha. Right? You're in seminary. You come home, and you are mad, mad, mad. And you sit down, and you say, Mom, why in oh, the heck do I have, yes. have to go on a mission? And I said, because the prophet said so. You know, I throw out the blah, right? The same <laughs> answers over and over and yeah. over again. Yep. And you said, no, I'm serious. And I'm like, okay teaching moment <laughs> i'm not one of those the flippant answers anymore i'm gonna really get serious it, right it was getting to the point where a primary answer was not going to solve the issue yeah anymore. and your seminary teacher i guess had given a lesson on how yeah, you had to and go it was, or something. And i had answer, i remember something like having to say well why do we have to and it wasn't it was never good enough it was yeah. nothing mm -hmm. so we and answer. and you knew about doctrines principles and applications to this point right and yep. i said well, is it a doctrine, principle, or application? And That's do you remember right, your answer? Remember. I think I said a principle the first time. Yep, and I corrected you, and it's really an application, right? Yep. It's just 
what the prophet asks us to do. It's an application. Why? Right? What's the doctrine? What's the principle behind that? Mm, And this is something important to know of mothers. Like if you're listening in, please know this. If you're going to do this with your children, you can not answer for them. Yes. Okay. I agree with this. (laughs) You cannot answer for them. It will ruin it. Because when I asked him the question, what is the principle behind going on a mission? I would have said something way different than what he said. Mm-hmm. What did you say? Do you remember? Said, well, God requires us no, to... No, no, no. That that's, was the doctrine. That's the doctrine. Okay. I don't remember what I said about the... You prince. said faith. Oh, that's right. You yes. said faith. And I went, what? you know, in my mind, I'm like... Oh, that didn't come to my mind at all, right? That was, but is it? No, absolutely. As a yeah. missionary, do we not require faith to go on a mission? And it requires a lot of faith. Yeah. So it is one of the principles that that application can hook to. Yep. The applications can hook to hundreds of principles, you guys. Yeah. Okay? I had probably 20, 30 of them in my mind. None of them happened to be faith. Interesting. I don't know. They weren't. <laughs> so when he said faith, I went, oh, this is going to be interesting. What is faith to you, Isaac? Right. I remember you, taking a long time to answer. You took a very long time to answer. And we talked about faith, I would say, probably for a half an hour at least. Really? Yeah. Not that long of a conversation. It really wow. was. Yeah. You're a long conversationalist, if you didn't know. I am. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you said faith, and you we carried on a long conversation about what is faith, what is faith, and and what are we going to do about it, and why is faith so hard, and et cetera, et cetera. But then we took it one step further, and I said, so what is the doctrine that that faith is holding to? Right? Missions are the application. That's looking yeah. to faith. What is that faith principle, the principle of faith? How does that hook on and what doctrine does it answer? Because we needed to answer the question, why, right? Yeah. Doctrines answer the question, why? why? Faith was answering the question, what? What to do? We have to have faith to be a missionary. Yes. Right? Yep. Makes sense. And then faith and being a missionary was just the application of how to do that. That seminary teacher was focusing on the how, and it's ticking you off because you can't understand the doctrine. When you yeah. understand the doctrine, you can understand this. It's why when toddlers grow up, they ask the question, why? Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Well, why? Well, why? Well, why? And it hooks to, if you can lead the all of the whys to the plan of salvation, they will always have something to hook to. No matter yeah. what you're teaching them. Like, remember when you were asking me, where does water come from? The faucet. Well, where does the faucet come from? Where's water? Where does the fa- faucet get the water? And I told you from the irrigation or whatever I said. Yeah. And then you, well, where do they get the water? I'm like, oh my goodness, it's going to take forever. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And it does. It takes forever to get there. But basically, if you can hook that to God or that, hook that to the plan of salvation, they will always know how to find their way back to God. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a side note. So we're hooking it back to God, right? We're hooking it back to the why is the prophet telling us that every male should go on a mission. So do you remember your answer now? Yes, I believe so. Okay. And it was if Heavenly Father is asking us to have faith 
and he's done all of this stuff for us. He's asking one tiny thing to go on a mission. He's he's suffered through the atonement, and he's ask all he's asking of us is just two a years, two year commitment, or just a small sliver of faith. Mm-hmm. That's Do it. Do you remember the feeling in the room? Oh yeah, it was palpable, right? Yeah, it was, it was. palpable. Faith discussion was good. It was a good conversation. But the moment you were hooking it to Jesus Christ, who had suffered all, everything for you, and he was only asking you of a two-year commitment. Yeah. I felt the room. You felt it in the room. Definitely. It changed everything. You never asked that question again. Till today. (laughs) I asked what was a commandment that's funny that I had forgotten it yeah it's important to remember those things in those moments yes because of course I remember it just to Mm re-remember yeah yeah and speaking about that one of the conference talks in the latest issue says that we need to remember our sacred moments and for me that was definitely one of my most sacred moments with you it was really cool yeah because it was a, it was a, eye-opening thing. Yeah. It was something that was just like. So simple, and so beautiful mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, and he got there himself. That's what I want you guys yeah. to remember. Do this. I did do this not with your lead kids, him there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I asked the questions. That's all I did. Right. I followed the spirit and I asked the right questions. That's all. And the, your children can do the same thing. Especially when they're a teenager. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's really important when they're in that, just eating everything up and trying to understand the world. And they the have wise. so many questions. Yeah. It's so important for them to let just let them ask the question. And then and guide let them, them answer to it. the doctrine. Let them answer it mm-hmm. themselves. If you can guide them to the plan of salvation, which is the doctrine, then you will always be there. It was really frustrating grow up, growing up when I would ask a question <laughs> and she would just be like, well, what do you think? It's not what I said. <laughs> But it always led to awesome discussions. Yeah. And we're not talking gospel subjects here, right? No, it doesn't have to be. No. we. I remember talking about the water, right? It led to the plan of salvation. Why do we, um, another one we did with rocks. I remember studying rocks together. Mm-hmm. And we studied rocks and rocks and rocks and rocks and rocks. And all of a sudden, we're like, we're so sick of looking at rocks. <laughs> and Taya was like, Mom, I like rocks too, but I'm really done with them. I'm like, oh, we haven't touched the good part. You know, and that led us to Christ being a stone and why was Christ a stone and led to the plan of salvation. Hook everything to the plan of salvation. Yep. It's very important. Very important. So my challenge to you (coughs) today is to learn more doctrine. Learn the doctrines. Go to thechurchofjesuschrist.org. Go to the place where it says basic doctrines. There are nine basic, basic doctrines. With a whole bunch of sub-doctrines there. They are good. They are important yeah. for you to learn. And important for you to lead your children to answer their own questions. Leading them to the plan of salvation and to the go- doctrines of the gospel. That's the best way to make them feel smart. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Did you feel <laughs> smart that day? Oh, felt real smart yeah, that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I did too. Yeah. Right? I did too. 
not because I knew the answers and not because I was like teaching and controlling the conversation, but my son made it, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm his mom. (laughs) So if you want to feel smart, always tie things to Christ. Yes. Always. Always tie it to Christ. Yep. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to Gospel Theory. This was a fun one. Uh, see us, see us, uh, check us out next week. And uh, I don't know what we're talking about, but I know it's going to be good. So. <laughs> All right, see you then. Bye. This has been Gospel Theory, a Call to Learn audio podcast. For more podcasts like this, visit our website at calledtolearn.com forward slash podcast.